the mood was just to come uh, at Wimbledon, try to do my best, but it was not uh, in the head like I'm going to win it. Elena Rybakina on only her second Wimbledon appearance wins the Wimbledon title and true to form there is no celebration whatsoever as she walks forward Salut les amis, bonjour à tous. Hello my friends and welcome to a very special episode of Mindset Win. The podcast that delves deep into the mental tactics used by world-leading sports professionals and shows how we can all make use of them in our daily lives. Before we go any further, let me ask you a question. Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you wish your emotions weren't always obvious to the people around you? Where you could show the people around you a poker face instead? If so, I think you're gonna enjoy hearing from today's guest, tennis champion Elena Rubaikina, the 2022 Wimbledon champion and a player who has perfected the art of only letting her opponent see exactly what she wants them to see. Now, I'm still catching my breath after what has been quite a start to the new Mindset Win season with Formula One world champion Max Verstappen and South Africa's World Cup winning captain Siakolisi joining us for the first two episodes. It's been a privilege to hear from two such incredible guests. I hope you enjoyed hearing from them too. And I really hope you managed to take some practical learnings for your own journey towards a winning mindset. Please tell us if there are any mental tactics and tools you've been able to use already. Email us at podcast at redbull.com and let us know. For the third episode, we have yet another world-class athlete on the show and we decided to do something a little bit different and give ourselves a change of pace. Instead of playing you the highlights from the interview with Elena, we're going to give you the whole thing. In the meantime, York and I are working on an episode where we highlight mental strength from Elena's interview and provide you with the tools to use them too. But for today, please enjoy this full interview with Elena Rybakina, one of the new generation of players dominating the women's game. We caught up with her in the lead up to the WTA finals currently taking place in Cancun, Mexico. Listen up and I'll be back after the interview. I'm Elena Rybakina and I'm a professional tennis player. I think it's a game uh, like most of the people say, it's like a chess, but uh, active chess. You hit the ball, you need to know uh, what your opponent is going to do. I, I think it's very interesting sport. It's not easy technical sport. That's why maybe for the people who just like tennis and they're older and they want to start, maybe it is a little bit difficult for them just because of the technique part. But overall, I think it's uh, it just uh, amazing sport because anything can happen. You play against the opponent and it's really like a chess, but on the court. Uh, I think the best part Of course, it's competition because when I started to play, it was a group of uh, kids and it was always fun. And then, of course, later on, we had some small competitions, then some tournaments later on I played. So I just uh, love competing. I played a little bit of everything, but I realized that uh, maybe individual sport is better for me, for maybe my character, whatever it is. 
at the age of 17, 18, uh, I had to choose if I want to be professional or just go to the college. And uh, uh, it was big discussion with the family, of course, but I said that I would like to try and uh, it was not uh, an easy decision. I was going to the school every day. I know that some players maybe uh, when they are juniors, they already made their choice even earlier, but uh, I wasn't the case. And uh, I finished to play juniors events a little bit later than everybody else because everyone wants to play as soon as possible, professional, of course. But I was doing well. And my parents, they were thinking a lot and they were worried if something happens, if you're injured. Uh, so, yeah, I think that I just uh, was very honest with them. We made this decision based on my results, my passion to the sport. And in the end of the day, I'm really happy uh, with that decision, of course. I had a belief that I can be good, but I knew that it's a lot of work in front. And uh, of course, you need a good team around you, that it's not easy and not everyone can make it. Even if you do everything right, it's it's not easy. So I was uh, happy to start working with a good coach. I think it was a big change uh, when I played one WT event from Qualis. I made it to the third round or something and I beat uh, one of the top players. So in these moments, in these matches, you kind of believe more in yourself. And uh, yeah, slowly, slowly, I think with all the big wins here and there, you just get more confident and um, believe in yourself more. I think it was uh, St. Petersburg. It was 2018, I would say. And uh, yeah, I played from Qualis. I think I got the wild card also there. So... It was no chance for me, I think, to get in just by myself. So no one uh, thought that I can be good. So I went there just to try. And it was Caroline Garcia that time. And she was top eight player, I believe. So I was nervous. That's for sure, like every match. But I was losing because it was really up and down match. It was three sets. And uh, I think that no matter what, I enjoyed it in the sense of it was so close. It was for me already uh, like really wow that I can compete uh, at this level. And uh, I kind of felt that I have a shot. I have everything. So now the question is about the consistency. So tennis is a, it's a long game and uh, you need to be consistent. So yeah, I think from there, it was uh, clear for me that actually I can do that. When I was younger, I didn't have much stress. Maybe I would say when I started to play junior tournaments. But I think this is how I built my discipline. I was actually traveling a lot alone when I was younger. Usually if you come to the juniors event or some other events, if you are like 15, 16, you are traveling with a, either coach or it's a parents or someone else. I was traveling alone. I think I was 16 when I went alone to Australia to play Australian Open juniors. You have your friends, but they're still with their uh, coaches or, or parents. So I don't know. I think this has actually helped me to be disciplined. I think that compared to all the other athletes, I'm trying to not show the emotions. And uh, no matter of the situation, to, to be calm and uh, 
try to not show if I'm upset or I'm angry. So I think this is something worked especially well in the beginning when no one knows you and you're coming calm on the court and then you are playing really well. And uh, I think it was working really good in the beginning. No one knows about you, so they need some time also to actually realize what is the weak spots or not, because this is how it works. And uh, I think now it also helps me and also maybe confusing sometimes opponent. Sometimes you need to show the emotions, especially I would say for me, if I'm not playing well and maybe something is not going how I want it to be, shots are not working or the surf, whatever it can be, that I need to show the opening that I'm still there and I'm still fighting. And sometimes uh, maybe other players are too too angry on the court or showing too many emotions and they need to work to be more calm. So for me, it's a kind of opposite, which is, uh, I think, a bit rare. <laughs> I think it's it's a bit strange that such a calm person trying to be with a straight face uh, really likes roller coasters and adrenaline stuff. And I think this is also kind of connected since I'm really holding everything inside, not letting it go. I think this is connected somehow and uh, maybe this is the way for me to release the emotions and uh, have fun. So. It's not always a good thing to keep everything inside. Maybe sometimes if you let it go, it's actually going to help you. So this is something that uh, we are trying to work on. And uh, this is something I need to, uh, let's say, improve. Since I, I'm perfectionist, most of the time, even if I win the match, I'm going to be uh, here. I'm not happy here. I, I should have done better. So this is my character. Yeah. I cannot say that I had one match which was like perfect, that's for sure. If something is going not how I want it to be on the court, on the match, the first thing I'm, I'm trying to just focus on what I have right now and trying to remember, let's say if it's a specific shot, what usually makes me feel bad this shot and what we are working a lot with my coach. So I'm trying just to find a solution as quick as possible and try to forget about the mistakes which I did maybe in the previous point. The quicker you forget about your mistakes, the best. If we talk about, let's say, Wimbledon, the biggest title, and the mood was not the greatest coming to and play at Wimbledon. And uh, inside it was really a lot going on. And uh, we decided, okay, I'm going to take some off. And uh, I went uh, on vacation completely for seven days, which no one usually does in the middle of the season. But that was the situation. It's not easy. Even if I'm really tired, exhausted, whatever it is, I still want to go and I want to compete and win. So this decision, I would say, came just from my parents to say, why are you pushing yourself so much? If you need a break, you need a break. And there is nothing bad about it. I was lucky that my sister joined me and uh, we spent really nice time uh, in England and uh, in London. So it was kind of relaxed atmosphere. I played one tournament before Wimbledon again, like one match. I lost it and I felt the ball good, but uh, for some reason I lost the match. The mood was just to come uh, at Wimbledon, try to do my best, but it was not uh, in the head like I'm going to win it. Elena Rybakina, 
who was a quarter-finalist at Roland Garros last year. But this victory threatening to come out of the blue. Championship point. It was a final and of course I was very nervous in the beginning of the match and it's like first final, very emotional even if I was trying to be very with a very straight face and I remember that I went to play and the first set was really bad for me. The serve was not working and uh, the previous matches it was good so of course I didn't forget how to serve and it was pure emotions and maybe the shots, decisions were wrong and in the end of the day I remember that I lost the first set, I went to take the toilet break just to breathe a little bit and I was telling to myself that it's just a match and hopefully, I mean, I believe that I, I'm going to play in other finals. So I just need to do what I usually do and uh, forget about what's happening around. And I was kind of to convincing myself that no matter if I win or lose, I already did a great job and uh, just try to enjoy. Of course, it was not easy to enjoy since it was really emotional but this is how I convinced myself I went and I played much better second set and I was trying to focus on every point I think it worked well and of course after winning one point one game set it was much easier and I think this is how the, the whole match went for me second serve on a championship point backhand return Jabber it's long Elena Rybakina on only her second Wimbledon appearance, wins the Wimbledon title. And true to form, there is no celebration whatsoever as she walks forward to shake hands with Aunt Chabert. It was not easy to overcome this win because, of course, after winning a title, you're like, wow, I hope it was not just by mistake or by luck or whatever it is. In my case was a bit different that I didn't get the points so on the rest of the tournaments on another big Grand Slam I didn't feel the, that I'm a top player. It's a lot of expectations from you and uh, a lot of people looking at you waiting that what you're gonna do next on your next tournament but at the same time you are not treated as a top player because you didn't get the points. So. I would say that this period was not an easy one, for sure. To be honest, when the match finished, you don't think uh, what you did well or, or wrong in that moment. But a few days later, if you go back and you really want to analyze the match, I will always think, OK, here I would have done better. And uh, I don't think that this is something stuck in my head for a long time. Of course, uh, I would say, OK, I could have done better, but then uh, I understand also that it's first experience and everybody is a human being. Everyone can make a mistake. So this is kind of, again, talk with yourself. Then we did great preparation for this season. And then this season was super, I mean, it was really well, especially in the beginning. So I was like, yes, for sure I can do it again. And I straight away in Australian Open, I played another final. So that gave me a lot of confidence for the rest of the year. And the uh, season is long, you never know what can happen. I also got sick many times this year, but in the end of the day, I think these wins, they're really giving you some confidence. And as I said, after I played final of Australian Open, these doubts about, oh, if Wimbledon was luck, or maybe it was just special conditions, that's why I won, uh, it's straight away disappeared. 
I'm just hungry for, for more. That was the truly impressive Elena Rybakina. It's been an absolute honor to have her on the show. Now, Elena is a player who clearly puts a lot of thought into her mental preparation and I think there is a lot we can take from her approach. But like I said, that's something I'll be discussing with my wingman York Peter Kloppel in another episode. In the meantime, please drop us a line if there was something from Elena's interview that resonated with you. And please leave us a note in the comment box on Spotify. I'm happy to say York will be with me again next week and will be joined by alpine skier Marco Odermatt. For now, thanks for listening to Mindset Win. Speak soon.